Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Salagadoola, Menchikaboola, Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. You know what's hilarious is that we record this a week in advance. And I'm just assuming that I'm just as tired when you're hearing this as I am when I'm recording this. More tired. Because a week from now, yeah, more tired. Well, yeah, a week from now, like our families are about to be here. Uh, It all begins. (laughs) The holiday season. Yep. 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 It is November 14th, 2020. You have to look at the card. Shut up. To figure that out. You didn't see how long it took me to write the date on the card. I was doing math. Like, all right, 22nd minus 7, 15. It's Sunday. And you're like, carry the one. If you're new here, every single week, my wife and I talk about our lives, talk about the movies and entertainment in our lives, specifically the movie we watched from our massive movie collection. And let you know if it's good or not. We'll let you know what we think. We ask each other some dumbass questions. And, uh, man, that's, that's our lives. That's our that we, lives. That's our lives that we share with you. Uh, You're welcome. the end of the year, and we have a big old planned schedule for you. This week's episode is uh, a new tradition here on the podcast that we started uh, a couple years ago. Because like, really, it's not ago. really a new tradition, because the podcast has been going on almost as long as Jillian's been alive. The podcast started in the summer of 2014. Jillian came around until the fall of 2016. Winter, actually. So, winter. for the majority... Of this podcast yeah, history. exactly, yeah. We let Jillian... Like she's doing us a favor. Well, I think it's only the second year that we've actually let her... Yeah, yeah, because she was an infant. I could have laid movies out there she whichever one she to crawled speak. to first. You know, like those basketball halftime like baby races? Sure. Which are just exploitative, and I wish we did. <laughs> um, so she picked Cinderella which is today's podcast, which we will get into. But beforehand, it's been a little while since we've recorded because we've had a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, not, not much is going on because I'm, I'm not working, so I'm trying to get some stuff done around the house. Uh, haven't really watched anything or done anything. You know, we're, we're catching up on TV, so yeah Mandalorian uh some other shows are starting back up we're just catching like whatever's on television as of late we did a lot of manual labor which is why I'm so tired uh, this past week yeah, we did our garage we did Jillian's entire toy toy room situation we did my personal toy room as well it's a little bit a little bit beat a little bit exhausted but you know we got to do this you I also am tired because I was on my own for several days. Oh, yeah, because it's so terrible. It is not easy. Yeah, I'm aware. To be alone with a toddler. Mm. And how, 
Uh-huh. And how many times do you leave me alone with the toddler? I, I give you all the credit in the world that you do it a lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. Don't forget. We had fun. We did some shopping. We, what else? Did how come she spoils everybody else's Christmas presents, but she doesn't spoil my Christmas presents? Well, I didn't buy anything for you. Uh, <laughs> what else did we do? We did something else. What did we, we did something fun. We went somewhere. What did we do? What did I do with her? I don't know. I wasn't here. Oh, we went to Friendly's. Oh, we went to the bookstore. Yeah, we had, we had, we had a good time. We had, we had fun. You went to Miami to visit a uh, family and also go to a bridal shower. Yes. For a wedding that you will be the maid of honor in. Or Matron of honor. Matron of honor, whatever. I mean, I could be the maid of honor. That's fine. Means I'm not married. Means I'm a maiden. Available. For um, my best friend and a friend of the show, Carly Coffee. Um, why are you looking at me like that? Did I stutter? Oddly, no. Hmm. I told you that I used to stutter when I was younger, right? Mm-hmm. My aunt said that, but no one else remembers it. <laughs> so you're just a crazy person. <laughs> or she's the only one who was around me when I stuttered. I'm not sure. Knowing your escapades with your aunt, yeah. She, yeah, probably. She, yeah. You're just scared she was going to drop you or leave you in the pool again. Oh, gosh. She didn't say those things on air. You're alive? You're here? Yeah. You're fine? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so I when I was home in Miami, I watched some movies. So you know, it's like the first time I think ever on this podcast that I've watched things without you that you haven't watched. Um, watched uh, the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, which I I enjoyed. Thought it was a, a good bit of fun, and I watched a movie that my mom had been harping on me to watch, especially with her uh, the. Farewell. Which I've wanted to watch. Which I know you've wanted to watch, but um, it was really special. Um, it was really important for me to watch with my mom. So uh, it was it was really good. I was crying like the whole time. <laughs> I'm not going to say more than that because I don't want to ruin it for you. I love how I feel like I'm very, very good at giving like a detailed but broad analysis of the movies that I watch while not spoiling anything. And you're just like, I watched and I cried. It was very good. And I'm like, stretch or, you know, like more details, but. Ooh. I thought that it was very well done. Really good adaptation of what it was based on. Um, the acting was very good. Aquafina deserves all of the accolades that she got. And every time I talk, you're just like yawning. Like that's it's not that's not one hundred percent because of you. I'm tired. I'm tired of you. Mm-hmm. I'm done. You were doing so well. Yeah, I'm done. You were doing well. That's all that there is. There's nothing else I can really talk about. I thought that the ensemble was good, and that's it. I can't talk about anything else without ruining it for you. Want me to tell you what happens? Yeah, the best exotic marigold hotel was just was just a lot of fun. That's all you're gonna say about that. You want me to spoil that for you? I'm surprised I mean, you, you didn't see you it with your mom. I draw a line. All right. <laughs> no, you don't. You once sat in between your parents and watched four Christmases. You don't draw a line. That's true. It's very true. I know, I'm, that's why I, I stated it. I need, like, some Coke or something. Cocaine <laughs> or coke Whichever, whichever. Uh, no, Best Exotic Married Go Hotel, I mean, killer cast. It was a good bit of fun. 
Um, I thought that the acting was really well done. The dynamics between the characters was good. Um, do you want to watch the second best exotic movie? Yes, I do. Yes, oh, I do. Tough titty. I want to watch I love you had the nerve to ask me if I had seen that before, oh, by the way. I don't know what movies you get up to when you go hang out with your parents. I get up to. I don't know what movies you go see when you're with your parents. Uh, well, that wasn't one of them. It should have been. It was actually, it was It was good. Well, Dame Judy Dench is in it. Did she shut up? She sure did. Yeah. No, she was very good. I'm excited because it's the holiday season, so uh, we have, uh, it's going to be a weird holiday season. We're going to just have to watch all the actual holiday movies on like Freeform and shit. Like we, before we started recording, we watched Home Alone, most of one and most of two. And uh, that's going to be the extent of it because this year for our, our Christmas movie is going to be a Hallmark movie, a very merry toy store. And uh, that's the one we decided on? Yeah, that's what we decided on. And uh, also, every year for Christmas, I want to watch Cats. No. Yeah. You can watch it by yourself. Okay. I mean, I will. Good. You subject me to that, you subjected me to that music yesterday when we were cleaning the garage. Yeah. I don't want to be subjected to watching that movie again. I've seen it way too many times. I didn't want to see it once. You have only seen that movie three times, correct? In theaters once. We watched it with Andrew. We watched it with the boys. We watched it a fourth time on Zoom. That's only three times. I should watch it every season. Every four months. Just to make sure this still exists and it's batshit. Cool. Done. Good. I'm going to kill myself. Today's movie. For Jillian's birthday is the Disney original Cinderella. This movie's 70 years old. Can't believe it. 70 years old. Man, 1950, Man. which is absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a, a yearly tradition we talked about earlier. Jillian's going to be picking a movie. Eventually, she's going to be old enough to just be on the show with us and talk about it. Um, oh, but man. We normally I will rec- cry the we normally entire rec- time she's on that We podcast. normally record this after she's gone to bed. <laughs> Uh, as it's currently 5 to 10, which is why I'm Man, so Man, she's going to be a better tired. movie critic than I am. Absolutely, 100%. going to suck. I'm going to teach her everything I know. Um, oh, man. Poor thing. So let's get into it. Go you ahead don't and know read the back of the box. Oh, shoot. I which it is your turn to do. It's my turn. Which is why Smith's saying, oh, shit, we have a competition where if you mess up the back of the box, uh, you get points off, and you may have to watch a bad movie series at the end of it. After you. Sorry, I have something in my eye. It's called your finger. Well, no, it's actually my contact lens. I was making sure it was clear so I can see. A timeless masterpiece. Now more radiant than ever on Blu-ray. Says Clay Smith Insider. Insider what? That sounds fucking made up. Insider what? Insider the movie Insider? Yeah. Is there a character called Clay Smith? That's some... I haven't seen it. Oof. Rediscover the timeless story... The memorable music and unforgettable characters. Now more enchanting than ever with pristine digital picture and dazzling high definition sound. Why do I always get Because you get the Disney ones. Cinderella has faith. What do you mean? That sounded weird, but go ahead. It did not. Cinderella has faith her dreams will come true. With help from her loyal mice friends and a wave of her fairy godmother's wand, Cinderella's rags are magically transformed into a glorious gown 
and off she goes to the royal ball. But when the clock strikes midnight, the spell is broken, leaving only a single glass slipper, the only key to the ultimate fairy tale ending. The first Cinderella sounded a little weird, but when you repeated it, maybe I was just anticipating you messing up. Yeah, I think Cinderella. that's what it. I think so, like that's you said, like you went for like Cinderella, like well, she was a cinder. That's just for Andrew's angry. Ha! It's my Alf. Hey, Alf here. What's going I, on? I don't pay enough attention to Alf to know if that's a good impression or not. So it's wasted. Well, it is. Me. So fuck you. <laughs> nice zits. Hey. <laughs> That was going to be a giant prick. Yeah, what are you going to do about it, huh? I'm an alien. You got any cat? No? Oh, boring bitch. Goodbye. <laughs> anyway, now that Alpha's gone. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen this movie before. From beginning to end. I'm sure I owned it. I, I know I owned it. I, I can visualize the clamshell case that I had all the Disney movies. But this is definitively not a boys movie. It just is not. Right. It's not. Uh, we, what if, what if, which of the classics have we done? We did Snow White. Mm-hmm. And that's it, right? No, well, we've done some of like the Rescuer. We did the Rescuer. Right, but not like the classic princess movie. We did, well, classic, classic. Not like the modern classics, like because we've done Little Mermaid and uh, Aladdin and stuff. But like of the originals, we did Snow White, the first one. That's it. We haven't done. Yeah. I'm not even talking princess. We haven't done Bambi. We haven't done anything. No, we haven't really done a whole lot of Disney. We've done like Pixar. Yeah. But we haven't really done a lot of Disney. Um,. So we said this is 70 years old. Right. This is 70 years old. I mean, better than Snow White, which Snow White is like 10 years away. Being 100 years old. From being 100 years old. Isn't that insane? I don't know if this is better than... So, so, uh, my last note, I didn't make a lot of notes. I'm going to be blunt with a couple things. So, yeah, we haven't done anything. We did Snow White. We haven't done anything. Uh, did we we did the Adventures of Vic about a Mr. Toad? Yes, yeah, we did. So we did that one as yeah. well. Um, That's it. I'm gonna be blunt. I do not remember how intense this movie was. Like, I know I've seen this movie a lot, but yeah, I I'm do sure not have. remember. I, I know I've how seen it. I, I know Bibbidi Bobbidi Boop. I know. Right, but the Fairy Godmother was in that one scene only, and I don't know why I thought yeah. she was in more. Same. And I did not realize. I don't remember. I don't remember how intense like, this was. Like the main pieces to it, so. Number one, it's short, which is great. I just wasn't paying much attention to it. I just it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a movie that's going to hold my interest. It is a movie that was made for children in the fifties, and a, a movie that's made for children in the fifties is definitely different than a movie that's made for children in the two thousand. Sure, I I agree to an extent, but there is no attempt at satisfying an adult's needs. That wasn't what the studio sure. wanted or needed to do then. But I think that a lot of the things that happened in this movie or the messages that went on in this movie could carry through to today. And sure. I think that's why I believe this is the most adapted Disney movie 
forever with the live action Cinderella's, all the remakes, the Cinderella story, Cinderella story two, Ever After is based off of this. There's so much that's well, built Cinderella off of. Cinderella is a fairy tale. I know, Chris. I'm not. I know that it yeah. is a fairy tale. I know, but I think that this kind of propelled it into the light, and especially how they portrayed the relationship with the sisters. Between themselves mm-hmm. and between them and Cinderella, I think is really um, intense. And I think it's a little different than how the fairy tale itself is written. That's how most sure, well, of the stories are very all the fairy, different. All the actual fairy tales have like some demented, dark. Well, those are the grim fairy tales. Those are the, even like the original ones too. Like not all of them. There's always something that seems like a little like off kilter or, or unnecessary for it to be for like families or children or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, it's I struggled to hold an interest. Jillian was captivated, mouth open, oh and just God, she was smiling, and she, she loved it. She absolutely loved it. Which she got, had to get down at a certain point and mimic. And what they were doing when yes. they were like dancing and doing Which you things. know it's good when a, when a, a child is, is so into it that she they're doing like that. She was like obsessed with it and I don't really know why. Like in terms of I haven't really exposed we haven't really done a lot exposing her to Cinderella. She well, doesn't have a Cinderella doll no. over there. Well and also yeah, she, she must have gotten it from school or something somewhere I don't know. The castle but I don't know if we've even called Cinderella's castle. It like is that, Cinderella's castle. It, it is, she it watches is, a lot of stuff on Disney. And maybe recognize it or something they say it. I don't know. But also like I've tried at nauseum to get her into older animation older things. I've shown her Old Scooby Doo, old Looney Tunes, even like not as old stuff like Batman and X Men and Darkwing Duck and stuff, and she just like doesn't get in to like the older animation. Yeah, but it's not a princess. It's not a princess. So the well, even still, like I we tried to show her like Little Mermaid um, show uh, animated series. We've shown her like other animated series that are based on the movies, mm-hmm. and she just can't get into them. So. For this, it was surprising, but for me, I I was just like, uh, "Is this over?" And it was short too. It's seventy five minutes. Like it's it's quick. It's easy, but it's I don't know how to rate this. Like I I, I normally I like pre write down a rating, and I'm like, okay, I know I, I know how I feel about the movie. I don't know how to feel about this movie because, like, it, it's not for me. But I am still going to make my assumptions and my analysis based on it as a movie when I, I feel it has some significant shortcomings because a, a story should be, like, universal. Like, you should be able to always uh-huh. be able to tell this story and it captivate or connect with anybody. Like, nowadays, an animated movie, like, can have yeah, stuff for adults, have stuff always, for parents. But that's not always the case. Doesn't and always some, have to be the case. And some but movies you connect with more than others. As an example, when we saw Onward, we did not connect with Onward as a movie as a whole. Sure. Right, but that's sure. that's a recent animated True. movie from the studio that makes the best animated movies ever. I'm just kind of at a loss for this one. I don't know. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean, look, you're not gonna show me a Di- you're not gonna show me a Disney princess movie, and I'm not gonna enjoy it. So, what do we rate um, Snow? Go, go Snow ahead White, and, go and talk. I don't think we gave Snow White a particularly high score because we were, I think, a little disappointed because it's so um, hyped. Hyped because it's the first. Right. It's the first. It's the first. 
I think this was significantly better than Snow White. I enjoyed it more. So you um, gave Snow White a seven and a half. Yeah. And I gave it a seven. See, I don't know if I... I, I honestly don't think I did. I think I, I think I disliked this more in Snow White because... Uh, well, I'd have to get into, like, the story yeah, and look, stuff. Yeah, look, look, I just didn't remember how intense this movie was. I mean, it is how very... How mean they are and just, like, how straight-faced they keep that animation is just... It's on point. Lady Tremaine is on point. Looked she's good. creepy as fuck. Well, I mean, she didn't look good. She's an ugly hag. Well, yeah, but, but it's, it's creepy. They do great things with, like, the lighting. Um, oh, yeah, look, it looks it is animated wonderfully. Um... I think the music is beautiful in this movie. Um, Good music. I, I think everything. It's not mem. It's not as memorable. Yeah, it's not memorable. But Dippity, I think the Dippity tunes... Boppity Boop is. Yes, that's the most famous song. And and Cinderella. Yeah. Is that what the song's called? I don't know. Cinderella, Cinderella, <laughs> we love our Cinderella. <laughs> that's, that's but right. you don't know any of the other words. Those aren't actually the words. The rest of the words are about them making this fucking Like a dress. miniature smoking man who makes Cinderella, Cinderella, night and day, Cinderella. But, um, I mean, I love how the mice talk. I don't. I love it. I think it's the cutest thing ever. I'm um, sorry, I didn't get that. Can you say it like seven more times, please? I think I know. You know how like every kid makes up their own language. I think like part of it's influenced by this. So that's so zoop, zoop. so. I'm not gonna lie. Zoop, zoop, you got it, zoop, zoop, Gus, Gus. So Gus is my OVP of the movie. He said like three things. You can't understand. He no, he just wanted no. to fight. He said like twenty man, fucking he things. You can't understand a goddamn word coming out of his mouth. Yes, you could, man. You don't understand these mice. No, I didn't. All they the did. You know how the mice talk? They say zoop zoop, and then they just repeat something twice. Zoop, zoop, Cinderella, Cinderella, zoop, zoop. That's how they, that's their language, bro. You can't get that? Nah. Nah, I can't. I, I didn't zoop, dig zoop, it. Zoop, what's she up to? Zoop, zoop. That's what they did, man. I don't know movie. if what you're saying is offensive or not. I'm <laughs> the just you're doing what the mice did. It may have, it may be offensive well, now. A, it was not offensive in 1950. It's a, nothing was offensive in, like, do you want to get into Everything offensive in 1950? Was offensive in 1950. Well, you were There are no black analysis. people in this movie. No black people in this movie. There wasn't a black person in a Disney movie until fucking Frozone. <laughs> and if it wasn't Frozone, then it was fucking Uncle Remus. That's a fair point. Um, um, so, listen. Man, I love how these mice talk. See, I, I don't. I, I, we, are, we are pretty split on this for the, for the first time in a long time. I just think it's so cute. Zip, zip. It can be I, cute, I, I but it's not effective. Zip, zip, hey, guys. Also. Hey, guys, here's what's up. I thought it was just so, so funny. In a 75 minute movie about Cinderella, <laughs> you don't get to Cinderella shit until like a half an hour in because the first 30 minutes are just this literal cat and mouse game of just these mice and this dickhead cat. Why is this cat like you? Like it's set up for this cat. Lucifer, man. I know, yeah, yeah, he's fucking Lucifer, right? Fuck him. He's a mean pussy. Yep. Because it's set up to where. Like, it almost feels like he's going to, like, have a redemptive side to him. No, you watch too many Disney movies. Yeah, exactly. Like, too many good ones. Because he's just a big jerk. Yeah, I think that's one of the things about this movie, that there's not a redeeming quality about any of the bad guys, quote-unquote, I'm, I'm not asking for them to be one, but I, I would expect like them to be, like, like, charismatic. So, like, Gaston or Radigan. 
or uh, fucking who's another one that I'm thinking of? Hades. Like, like they have this aura of coolness. Sure. That allows the movie to be more. Right, right, but without making movies that don't have that, like, you don't learn that, you don't get that. And in this movie, you can consider, like, obviously the sisters and Lady Tremaine and uh, Lucifer the Cat as, like, the antagonist, the main antagonist of the movie. Another antagonist of the movie is the king, who's off his fucking rock. Oh, I like the king. He's off his fucking The king's rocker. one of my MVP nominees. Right, but he's off his fucking rock. He's not a villain. He's not an antagonist. He, he is an antagonist. I mean, he's... He's one something... He's one's a good guy for... A good ro- guy. A good girl for his guy. Mm-hmm. For his son. Mm-hmm. Well, how is he an antagonist? He's an antagonist. I view him as an antagonist of the movie because he's moved... He... Or maybe he's not... I'm sorry. He's the MacGuffin of the film, right? Because he's moving it along for the wedding. No. I think he's an antagonist because he's, like, forcing, like, all the maidens to come. And then he, like, um, is fighting with... I don't even... The Grand Duke? Yeah. Fighting with the Grand Duke. He just wants what's best. Uh Uh-huh. He just wants to be a grandfather. Is is the... Right. That's the redeeming... He wants his son to lay some fucking pipe! That's the redeeming. Ain't nothing antagonistic about that. Yeah. What? Nothing. I. I think. You, are just viewing it as a woman. Oh my god! <laughs> how terrible. What? Nothing. I don't. I don't think he does anything wrong. He may be a little. Okay. A, a little ill-tempered. Okay. But that'd be it. I dug him. He's one of the few things I, I actually liked about the movie. Besides the stuff that you already know going in, you're going to like. Like those, those two specific songs. Fair, the Fairy Godmother, she's an OG. But like you said, she's in one fucking scene. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's not, like I expect her to come back. I think I get her confused with like the, like the good witches from, uh, the one good witch from Wizard of Oz. Like cause she comes back Linda? at least. Yeah. She comes, well, she was only in two scenes, right? The beginning of Munchkin Land. I think she's in another scene, a small little thing, and she's in the bubble. Whoa, hey. And then the end. Yeah, so, like, she's just in that one transformation scene, and she doesn't come back when everything turns back at midnight. What I was getting at earlier was the movie, like, everything you remember about the movie is literally in, like, a ten-minute chunk. Mm-hmm. Like, everything leading up to it, it's all these birds and all these mice and this cat brace and these ugly obnoxious sisters like you don't get a lot of what you pay to see which is cinderella at the ball she's there the prince doesn't even have any fucking lines basically yeah he's not a big part of he's not a huge part you don't even see him until he's standing there yawning at these at these ugly bitches and then uh, they dance and they don't talk and then she has to leave so let's get into fairy godmother magic can we Sure. Why do the shoes still exist? It's like the piece that's left. So she can always remember. Is that said and I missed it? It was implied and it went over your head. Whoa, fucking make me sound like a fool. What? That's what you've been doing to me this whole podcast. No, I'm not trying to make you sound like a fool. Okay, I was trying to make you sound like a fool. So I guess we're even. I just like, if, if her dress goes away, if everything goes away, why does this one slipper... 
Well, oh, what are both slippers? Because she has, the, she has was, the other slipper. It's the pair of slippers. That's the MacGuffin of the movie. No, it's not the MacGuffin of the movie, Chris. I'm going to stab you in the forehead. <laughs> the MacGuffin is something that's not essential to the plot that moves the movie along. The slippers are essential to the plot because that's the glass slipper. It's also a it massively to... anticlimactic end to the movie, which I didn't like, is... What? They find her. They go get married. What What the fuck else do you want to happen? But no, no, she tries to... The stepmother breaks the one slipper. And she trips the guy. I loved it. What a fucking serves. And Rel's like, oh, it's okay. I have the other one. Like, she remains <sighs> face. Yeah, oh, there's a meme everywhere. So, so she has the slipper. What a serve. And a minute later, the movie's over. The slipper fits. They run off happily ever after. Yeah. You, don't, you don't see what happens to the mother. You don't see what happens to the sister. Why do you need to know You don't who see the, the fairy godmother, is? like, applauding. Like, I expect a little more pomp and circumstance. The fairy godmother wasn't there. She's in the ether. <laughs> She's in Thor? What the fuck? <laughs> Man, don't you know anything? It's just. Oh, we've also done Oliver and Company on the show. Yeah, but that's the eighties. That doesn't. That's not fucking old I'm just school. Saying, we've done a, a, several. Yo, there's a lot of fucked up shit in this movie. All right, so so all my notes are just capturing weird, odd things that happen. Number one, these birds waterboard in Cinderella while she's naked in the shower. Uh, <laughs> they're just okay. <laughs> you have nothing to dispute that. I, they were just wringing the sponge over her. They weren't. I was not expecting, like, one of the mouse to, like, walk around the corner. Like, if this was, like, a DreamWorks movie now, they'd have, like, Ogan eyes as they see Cinderella mm-hmm. nude. Um, scary horses chasing after Cinderella when her Yeah, I didn't slipper, know. I, yeah. The, like, literally, like, headless horseman looking shit. Yeah. And then the trippy dream that the king has, or was it the king or the Grand Duke, or somebody has a weird dream afterwards about, like, what has just happened. Um, the awful scene of them ripping... The, her dress, yeah, that was so bad. The dress off of her, and her left, like, despondent after it, like... Mm-hmm. I hate to say that's one of my favorite parts of the movie, but it, it was, besides, like, again, like I mentioned, the stuff that I was anticipating having fun with, like the two songs everybody knows, because, like, the movie stops rightfully at a standstill. There's no music. It just, like, kind of, like, sits there, and you're like, oh, this, like, these people are genuinely awful, and I feel so bad for her. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it just was, it was just a prize. But that's not, is that as egregious or as notable as, I feel like all animated and kids movies back in the day did shit like that. You know what I mean? Like they all had this underbelly of evil awkwardness. Well, Snow White had the same thing with the, with the um, huntsman and everything. Chasing, when it was that really dark scene, chasing when he like brings back the heart of an animal or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Um, I think that was just what entertainment, what movies were like, what animation was like in those days. You know, a lot of things represent the sign of the times, right? So, but what was it about those some, times that made them made them go there? But that that's that's how it was in the nineteen fifties. Sucks. <laughs> I know. That's why. I mean, women were were considered second class in many instances i mean it's it it is what it is that happened like that's why i think the movie did a something that i think the movie did a really good job with is because like that shit happens 
not to obviously that degree, but like bullying, you know, mm-hmm. especially amongst sisters or in families. Um, you know, you hear all the horror stories of like foster kids and how they're treated or like, like if parents adopt children and they have biological children, you know, um, but like girls are mean. I was bullied every day, every single day for three years from sixth to eighth grade. Every day. Bullied in some way. And you didn't have any birds or any mice to nope, help you? Nope, no birds or mice to help me. If I did, I probably would have had them peck someone's eyes out. <laughs> Fuck! I, I, think, I think a difference is that, like, the 40s and the 50s were such, like, a soulless, heartless, like, emotionless time. Like, you know, like, parenting was so much different. Like, how you connected with your kids... And, like, it fed through, like, what they would escape with still was seated in the people that were creating it mm-hmm. still had that background and that history. Whereas now, like, most animated movies at their core are going to have this, like, big heart, like, this message behind them. Like, what's the message of Cinderella? Like, really? What's the message of Snow White? There's no message uh, that's being told here. Yes. The message uh, is someday dream. your prince will come no. and save you, woman. No. Like, but then that's a terrible message to have. That's have why faith in your dreams because they can come true. But they're but the dream is to just become royalty and no. be saved by a man. Well, no, her dream was to get out of that house. Sure, that's the way it happened. That's not the only way it could have happened. But that's that's the ultimate reward. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, It'd be more realistic or better of a story is like if anybody comes along, like you don't know, like Prince Philip could have been an asshole. Sure. If you didn't think like his father, he's an asshole. He probably was. I'm just saying, like, like I that's what I kind of chalk it up to, and that's why it's harder to connect with these things, is they are naturally colder. And that's why it's kind of surprising to me, like, this is on such like a pedestal and like is such a pantheon thing, like this is the symbol of Disney. Like, this is still to this day what, like, you look at and, like, they want people to look at, to aspire and achieve to be is Cinderella and her castle. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I can give the movie, pr- like, props for in that regard is I think that Cinderella as a character is very pure and defined well in terms of innocence not that snow white wasn't or not that aurora or any other princess is but like i i attribute a lot to the voice so the person that voices cinderella is my mvp of the movie i don't know if you have anybody else um i think it that's great because number one she sang her own stuff as well which was great not that there was most people did but you could just hear the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the purity, and you can hear the genuineness that that character had, and that allows you to connect to her, and why you want to root for her, and why you hope that, the, that those things happen to her. Um, but that's the only thing that I would attribute it to. Like, if you could be a Disney princess, if you could, who would you want to be? I bell. Right. But see, there's there's a there's a message behind that is like well, it, beauty is within. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's able to look at somebody, and sure, he's a prince, but he's also a, a vicious, ugly being, mm-hmm. and can see the good in somebody. Like, that makes sense that you would want to do that. Well, no, it's because I identify with her because she's got brown hair and suffers from Stockholm Syndrome, just like me. Touche. Mm-hmm. Touche. I mean, I don't know. I was done. Like, I mic dropped. I don't need to say anything else. Look, I get it. I get it. But, you know, it, it it's... There's been a lot of talk about the Disney princesses and having their princes come and rescue them, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's happened in a lot of movies, even in the Renaissance, right? Ariel has to be rescued by Eric mm-hmm. and... Um, Belle doesn't do anything. Jasmine doesn't do much. What do you mean, Belle doesn't do anything? She doesn't do anything to stop Gaston or help. Well, no, she thought she was helping, and it backfired. But yeah. she did. She she went. And she she saved him. She she went there. Um, Jasmine. I mean, it depends. Like in the reimagining, she's her own woman who can speak now, and then she was the Sultana. Spoiler alert. So Very you good know, like they're um, they're like. Uh, Reimagining some of them. I mean, them. this Cinderella, but, Prince Philip doesn't come and help her. She just got a shoe in her pocket. But, she saves herself. Right, but you're argue that you're uh, you're arguing exactly against what you just said that the prince will come and sweep her away and save her. Like the whole, it's been it's been a huge. I don't even know the, what to say because it's not like it's like a negative necessarily because it's still like. It's romanticizing the whole sure. thing. But the later and later that they've come, right, the more and more that they've learned and the more and more that these kinds of stories have grown and developed, like Merida, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Brave, like one of the Disney princesses, she shoots for her own hand in marriage, right? So, right. so like she breaks out of that. Like they've done a lot more to make them not rely on that the prince rescues the damsel in distress, the princess in distress. Because that, but like you said, that's what a fairy tale is based off of. So I don't think it's fair to say that, that, you know, it, it's not something to aspire to. I mean, that's an epic tale. It's an epic uh, trope in, in a story, fair. you know? So, so I, I wouldn't blame it entirely on that. I think that they've learned and grown a lot in the last 70 years. Yeah. Um, but I still think that the romanticism in this movie is what makes it so special. Also, to clarify, Cinderella doesn't say herself, the male mice allow her to escape her fortress that she's being locked in. So actually, still, she needs to get saved by even smaller... Uh, but less masculine beings than usual. <laughs> Please don't touch me. There's just too much of that shit. Like, they really should rename this movie These Two Fucking Mice. <laughs> Parentheses and Cinderella. They're her supporting cast. Like, you, you don't think there's too much of Sebastian and Little Mermaid, right? No, because he's funny uh-huh. and cool. Like, mm-hmm. Jock and Gus can fuck off, is what I'm saying, on the record. Zoot, zoot. They said fuck you, too. <laughs> so you know mouse language? Yeah. 50s mice language? 
When's this movie supposed to take place? Like, later in the 50s, obviously. It's like the 1800s or some shit. I don't know. It's like a time period attached to it? I don't think that they attach a time period to it. I think it just takes place in early France. So we're naming uh, Eileen Woods, who voiced Cinderella, as the MVP of the movie? Jimmy, I'd say. Okay. She does a great job. I had had the fairy godmother written down, expecting her to come back, because... Very light and, you know, a good energy to her and everything. But then she doesn't come back, so she doesn't get enough to do to really qualify. Dug the shit out of the king. I mean, that that guy going crazy in that studio recording those lines. And the animation was done up well. For a movie that's 70 years old, this looked great. I mean, I don't know if it was the transfer, per se, that made it look so damn good. Oh, there was an untangled animated short film attached to this. Aww. Oh, Tangled Ever After. We'll have to let you know. Oh, no, watch Jillian's it. watched it. Oh, then never mind. Good. Never like, mind. Like several times. Okay, good. She's seen it, then <laughs> like, I ain't got to worry about it then. I'm surprised you haven't watched it with her yet. It's I'm sure I haven't. I just wasn't paying attention. Watched it like 25 times. I, I feel bad because, like, I can't. Like, I've, I've, I've tried to go as deep as I can on this, like I normally would. But, like I said, this just doesn't grab me like I found myself checking my phone I found myself like looking at me like alright where was I and like still nothing had happened to move the plot along mm-hmm. it honestly felt like a very long short like this felt like any kind of like Chuck Jones Tex Avery ha ha he he animals chasing animals thing and then all of a sudden you'd have some some mean human beings involved you know what I mean like that's just kind of how it was to me. Uh, who was your LVP? I already mentioned I have Gus as one. I have. I don't think either of the mice. I think that they did a good job in, in the so, scene where they do the dress. I thought that they all did So here's job. ultimately I think what's going to save. Uh, the same guy did both mice. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I think that they did a good job. And I like the scene when they're like uh, getting like the sash and, the, and the, the beads and things like that. I think that they... Did a good job there. I, I think I think that will save uh, Jimmy McDonald from being the OVP as he was both mice. Um, who who would you ma- name then? I have somebody else then. Man, I think it's probably Drusilla. Oh, see, I have Anastasia. Who Anastasia is the one that has like the raspier voice. Is she the redhead or the brunette? The redhead. No, I think the brunette was worse. I don't remember the brunette doing anything. She was just awful. Very snot like, like, like. No, that, you know, we're thinking the same one. That's 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 oh. Anastasia. That's uh, Anastasia. Okay, well, well, I wanted to mention. Okay, yeah. Well, no, what were you gonna yeah, mention? Yeah, no, that's it. No, I was gonna say. Um, I'm shocked also that we don't own the sequel to this. Um, because... I, I hate these direct-to-DVD Disney well, sequels. I do, too. I mean, we talked about it with Aladdin 2, and uh, Return of Jafar and Aladdin... Did we do Prince of Thieves? No, because they don't, don't make Prince of Thieves on DVD. On DVD only on So, DVD. there's a common theme... Oh, man, theme. you should have had your mom bring her VCR. We could have watched it. There's a common theme in that the second ones suck. But the third ones are supposed to be great. So the second one, which was made like 2004 or something. Terrible. So the, thir- the third one's supposed to be really good. Yes, a, a Twist in Time is supposed to be really, really good. And I'm so upset we don't own it. Oh, we're going to need to wrap that shit up. 
I have no time for it. Wrap it up. Uh, so we're it's making, Anastasia. All right. So Lucille Bliss. I thought you were going to say Lucille Ball, Lucille Ball, and I was like, no. Yeah, this is one of the This is to be 96. She was also the voice of Smurfette. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Smurfette, she was also a voice on Invader Zim. Man, this woman's been like a voice for like 100 years. I mean, she's dead now, but she better die in natural causes. She was 96. No, no, she died from lupus. Like, what the fuck? Uh, well, unfortunately, she's the first LVP uh, of her age. Lucille Bliss from uh, Cinderella. Yeah, the sisters, like, I get you have to be a certain level of annoying and obnoxious to be deemed, like, evil, but, like... But they were just calling mm, everybody idiot and stupid. Well, not even, like, the lines. Like, there's a way to do it and have, like, there's no nuance to it whatsoever. It's all just grating and irritating irritating. for the sake of not having anything to provide the character. Um, That could have been, like, the woman's actual voice, you know? And that's, unfortunately, is what it is. Your voice sucks. Uh, do you, as, so as a child, so I can't relate to any of this because I'm a a boy and like, did you have like these princess, cause I'm sure Jillian was already formulating in her mind, like these fantasies and these fairy tales and whatnot. Like, what was your dream? Like, princess, prince-like scenario and situation. No, I was a mermaid. Okay. I'm just, I'm that period. Mm -hmm. Do I need to expand? Like, I was Ariel. I was a mermaid. You know why I take such long showers? That's why? I'm used to being in the bath a long time because I would do the entire, like, part of your world sequence. Oh, my God. In the bathtub. What? I was a mermaid. Whenever we would, I would go to the pool a lot, you know, because I grew up in Florida, so I know how to swim. That was unnecessary. What? I wasn't directing anything at you. Did you? Yes, <laughs> you were. Personally? Do you not know how to swim? Oh, that's why we work, right? Because I'm a mermaid and you're not. I would think that I was a mermaid. You know, I'm a pretty good swimmer, so I would just be a mermaid in the pool, spend a lot of time there. I almost drowned once, and oh yeah, it's a great. You know. That's the like Rick James, like man, no. that, that, that how stupid that sound, man. You think uh, I'm just slapping people to slap people? Come on, yeah, I remember slapping Charlie. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what you said. Like I wanted to be a mermaid. I was a really, really strong swimmer. That's what I did. I was in well, the pool no, all the time. No. I almost drowned this one time. Listen <laughs> no, to my aunt that I was. No, I know, the, I know, I know. Like, before I knew how to swim, I know. Um, and then I learned how to swim, and um, yeah, that was I was gonna be Ariel. That's my. Uh, fantasy. Uh, a hidden MVP case. I already talked about the king. The king and the Grand Duke were the same guy. Oh, yeah. So the, those scenes were just him like going back and forth. If, <laughs> if there were clips of him, there's probably no clips of him because it was 1950s. They recorded people re- recording themselves for voice work. But like if he just like reading the whole script just back and forth with his voice, then it'd be him, no questions asked. But we don't have that. want to give a shout out to Lady Tremaine, Eleanor Audley. Yes, she she was also very good. Very. very good. She's also the original voice of Maleficent as well. Oh. So they, she was just the go-to evil bitch. Like you just get her on the phone. Before Pat Carroll. You what? Before Pat Carroll. I would say before Karen. <laughs> no, before Pat Carroll. Yeah, she was just uh, she's who you go to to get, to do that. Um, but what else on Cinderella? Anything? No, I mean, it's a short-ass movie. I don't know how much more in depth you can go. So this was ranked uh, ninth. 
on the AFI top 10 animated movies back in, that was an early, God, that was like maybe like 15 years ago at this point. Um, I would love if they redid that list because this would not be on it anymore. <laughs> but that's like, we talked about it, it in Snow White. Is Snow White still number we, one? We talked about it on Snow White. I think it was number one. We talked about it. Yeah. And that just because you're first doesn't mean you're best, fucking Ricky Bobby. Uh, it's uh, like this, I would never put this above any Pixar movie we've done on this right. podcast so far. Just because it's not the same. It's, there's... No, but it's also a different type of animated movie. I guess, I guess. I, I'm trying to, for it to not be like, like a me bias. I'm trying to look at it as just like a film critic. Yeah, but it's inherently a me bias. You said at the beginning that you had no connection to this movie. If you were truly doing it as a film critic... That wouldn't matter in your analysis. Well, my of the score film. is not going to be. A, I'm not going to give it a bad score because I didn't like it, and I can appreciate yeah. what it is. I'm going to give it. Is a that worse, the whole purpose, though? I'm going to give it a worse score than what you may think because I thought that the story was like basically hackneyed. Like the story is a 15 minute story they elongate into a 75 minute movie just by having cat and mouse shenanigans and extra scenes of just shit getting put together you know but i think it looks good i think the voice acting is good i think uh the songs that i remember are fun like it's fine i'm gonna give it a six. Oh wow like that's that's as good as you're gonna get from me all right i liked it more than i liked snow white i'm giving it an eight okay so it's a seven i think i think that's fair i think that's fine you know, it's. I'm glad Jillian enjoyed it. It, it. it. Yeah, I'm glad Jillian really liked it. I think that increased my enjoyment. I it. Think. Yeah. I mean, she was sitting on my lap, so I couldn't see her face. Oh my god, her <laughs> face was just enamored with it. She just had the biggest smile on her face, like she you couldn't tear her away from it. It was really. really if she nice liked it, to watch. and girls have liked it for seven years, and it's fine with me. Just don't. Put it on me, all right? <laughs> Don't force your Cinderella bullshit on me. Um, next week, every year around Thanksgiving time, we watch a movie related to families and having kids and whatnot. And it just so happens to line up with uh, our next Wrap It Up movie. We'll be watching This is 40, the spiritual sequel to the movie Knocked Up, which we did back in 2016 when we were uh, pregnant with Jillian. After that, our random movie, The Killing. Then after that, we are watching, I'm trying to see it from this angle, what it is, and I'm blanking. Coco, Coco your nomination. Uh, so a Pixar movie that I already know I'm going to like more than Cinderella. Then, as we mentioned earlier, our Christmas movie, A Very Merry Toy Store. Then Samantha's birthday movie, So excited. The Replacements. Come on, that's I think a great mix there. You know, nothing says Christmas Eve like the replacement. No, it's supposed to be nice and fun like me. And then running. Like like a a heavier movie, and then we've got like a movie that's going to make us cry a lot. We have like the weird holiday movie that you want to (laughs) watch. I was going to pick Elf, and you're like, hey, remember we have those bad Hallmark movies? Yeah, I think that's so much better. And then we have something that's going to uplift our spirits because that's what I do. What, Blade Runner 2049, which is going to end our year? I'm a good person. Strike her down right I'm now. I'm a Biden better person than you. Come to the fucking ceiling and strike her down. I'm a better person than you. Who are you talking to? You don't think anyone's up there? 
Who are Prove me wrong! <laughs> Prove me wrong, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Uh, and then going into the new year, Blade Runner 2049. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you as always go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Arcadeaudio.net. Uh, Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio is what I meant to say for bonus content. Uh, stacked, going to be extended into 2021 because we ain't watching it before the year is up. But we're going to try to have some more bonus content for you there uh, very, very soon. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com, at MaryWMovies on Twitter. For me personally, follow me on Instagram. Your host, Mullet38, is the handle. Turn on your notifications for whenever I do Box and Friends, my Instagram Live fundraising video where I show off the toys and books and comic books and movies, like the next episode, or the most recent episode probably from when you're hearing this, was about my early Black Friday pickups, because Walmart's doing a different Black Friday deal. Picked up probably about a dozen or so movies to add to the collection that well, when they will be done on the show. Also, my virtual wrestling diary, arcadeo.net slash podbloggle, if you want to read old wrestling fun things. Samantha, anything? Nope. No way to be fun and interesting. Anything else? No. I already answered that question. Way to repeat yourself. I'm back. Sorry. Ah. From Mullet. This is this is Alf. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I'm a natural. I already know how to do this. Are you Andrew Dice Clay or Alf? Interchangeable. No, because Dice is more like this. Hey. I can't really tell the difference. Alf is like lower. You're just louder. <laughs> wow. Andrew Dice Clay was just louder. Alf. <laughs> Cinderella, Cinderella, night and day at Cinderella, make the fire, fix the breakfast, wash the dishes, do the mopping, and the sweeping, and the dusting, they always keep her hopping, she go around in circles till she very, very dizzy, still they holler, keep her busy, Cinderella, yeah, keep her busy, you know what, Cinderella not go to the ball, what? What did you say? You'll see. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.